Welcome to uh, the Radical Change Radio, and uh, we are continuing our series of podcasts on uh, tribing. And uh, today, we we will be introducing our uh, main model into the podcast, right? Which is the RCG, the Radical Change Group itself. So, uh, in this podcast, we'll just basically tell tell you the story, what happened behind the scene. Uh, and uh, uh, hopefully we'll uh, show why we chose this model as a, as a model for modeling the tribing process. And uh, well, let's just let's just go on. I guess let's let's start. So uh, so who wants to uh, begin the story? I think why don't we start with what we accomplished first, right? And why this is a, a good model uh, to go after. Uh, uh, I think the the fruits say a lot about what the tree is. <laughs> so why um, why don't why don't we start there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. Uh, Sergey, you probably know the numbers the best. So why don't you speak them out? <laughs> the how numbers. many downloads? How many episodes? How many <laughs> contributors? Uh, all right. Well, as as we currently stand. Uh, Okay, I don't have the website up right now with me, but we have over a million downloads, and uh, this this has happened over uh, let's see, five five and a half years, I believe. Of uh, let me jump in. One point one million downloads, two hundred and fourteen podcasts, thirteen collaborators, and uh, it's about six six and a half years of work. Oh, gee, you actually learned to read the numbers, huh? <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I and I want to add that to that that uh, in addition to these external markers, there is a huge uh, internal growth for sure. three of us growth and healing and. Uh, why don't why don't we speak a little bit about that as well? Uh, I think it'll be good to hear our individual, maybe in a few sentences, what our internal internal accomplishment has been through this process. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be hard to even say it in, in a few sentences. Uh, but if there was a theme, what would you say the theme was? Expansion, expansion of my being in, into wider range of um, domains uh, well expansion of my being in general right into <laughs> into space but also my knowledge and you know, my understanding of life uh, humans everything really um, through models through practice through uh, studying through teaching all of it uh, in addition to that, also a lot of healing, you know, self-healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, for me, I think it was uh, three things. Uh, uh, one was uh, uh, let me down the path of uh, integrating things that were very separate and my own integration process, A. B, it allowed me to synthesize many different aspects of my learnings and also areas where I performed pretty darn well, right? 
and three uh, allowed me uh, to continue my journey of contribution. So it was integration, synthesis, and contribution for me. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, what I I guess expansion is another word I I want to repeat for myself, uh, and. Uh, uh, Definitely, uh, I guess refining where I'm, uh, refining where am I, am I going as a uh, as an individual, as a uh, as my next career, as uh, I don't know, just seeing who I am and uh, becoming better. Uh, I don't know, oriented maybe in the society among people and, you know, just, you know, that kind of stuff. So, uh, so essentially what the RCG has allowed me over the time is to uh, see more and deeper layers in pretty much anything that has to do with uh, people and myself. <laughs> okay. So those have been our internal markers. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, let's let's jump into the actual story. So, uh, how we actually started uh, the RCG. So, where it all began. All right. Hey, can I can I jump in one sec here before oh, yeah, we get sure. there? Uh, I think uh, might be a good place for us to also talk about why we chose RCG and not 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 other models of uh, other models of good tribing right yeah, yeah sure. i think i think that's, that's critical uh, mm -hmm. because it's uh, I, I think we should talk about that before we get into the story right okay let's let's talk about this sure so from my perspective i think there are many other examples of good tribing processes but this is this is one area that all three of us have common expertise in and a common touch point and i think what we've accomplished i, I think there are very few other creative collaborations that have lasted this long over such a diverse set of uh, subjects and topics and we can still respectfully come back and get into even deeper relationships so for me this has been fabulous i think there are other models of such uh, creative collaborations and tribes but uh, access to them has been <laughs> crazy mm -hmm. so i think we've also bought in what we've for example what you guys have studied in dancing what i have studied in my martial arts uh what other uh small groups that we have experienced while work went well i think we've seen that but we haven't seen anything that has spanned over such a large span of time and such a diverse set of topics what do you guys think uh, is that a mm -hmm. fair assessment a fair summary yep yeah yeah i guess uh Maybe I can add my, maybe it's the same thing, but I'll just yeah, say it, uh, uh, how I see it also. It's, uh, uh, for me, it's uh, perhaps the only group where I actually feel that uh, uh, I am fully contributing like to my, to my fullest uh, with, uh, you know, holding no bars, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the... What's the saying? No holds barred. No holds barred, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, uh, so I can, I can do pretty much anything. And it's, and it's, uh, uh, so it's a, it's, it's a, uh, a, a tiny, small community of three of us, uh, plus maybe a few other people who come uh, occasionally in, in, into the podcast, uh, where, uh, like for myself, I am, uh, uh, I am allowed to be who I am, just 
being there and uh, at the same time uh, you guys also don't let me uh, out too easy right so you catch me if, if I stumble right so which which is which is a wonderful thing right so this is this is probably the only group where this happens you know so uh, intensely I, I would like to add one piece to that mm -hmm. uh, it's not just the three of us and the 13 odd collaborators we've had I think the fact that so many people download this material regularly mm -hmm. and the emails that we get, mm -hmm. those are heartwarming to know that even though we don't ask them for any feedback or to reach out to us, most of the emails and the comments that get left behind, people are touched by it. So I see them as collaborators too because we are in essence collaborating on how their life unfolds. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. All right. So, uh, are we ready for the story? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, so, uh, there are probably several places where we could start. Um, and uh, I guess you guys can uh, change the timing of the beginning of this whole thing, right, if you want to. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll, uh, the way where I would start personally is uh, perhaps... Uh, with uh, the three of us eventually meeting together uh, through a series of uh, other, th other coincidences. So it was uh, uh, me and Mahipal working at uh, Stanford on the NLP group for a little while, and then uh, me and uh, Arman uh, working with the, uh, uh, on the NLP, yeah, NLP University, basically, that, that uh, uh, Arman has founded. Uh, a while back, and uh, and then eventually we managed to get together at some point. I think it was this. Uh, is it was it a Starbucks at uh, San Carlos or something like that, right? Yeah. And no, uh, no, no, University Cafe in uh, Okay. Also. Oh, it is okay. All right. Doesn't matter really. Yeah. It's uh, basically shop. in some coffee shop that we yeah. got together. Starbucks was you and me in San Carlos. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Uh -huh. So uh, so we got we got together there and uh, for different reasons e each of us yeah. had different reasons but we basically agreed that it would be cool to uh, record something on NLP we started with NLP obviously uh, yeah, I think uh -huh. I think uh, I think uh, back then we figured it uh, at least the way I remember it it would be so cool that we explore these NLP topics. Uh, from three different perspectives, given the fact that uh, uh, you guys came from different schools of NLP, if you will, if you can use that term. You guys had different histories from me. And how would it be if we explored different topics, let's say rapport, for example, and see how the three different, uh, three different ways of viewing it, three different perspectives and three different schools, what what would we have to say? So it was supposed to be a, a trilogue of uh, discovery. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I guess for me that was, uh, I, I've been noticing at that point that NLP hasn't really progressed in 
over 20 years, I guess. It was the same stale material for 20 years. Oh. And being a scientist, uh, I've seen how the science actually works. Because if, if you get stale for five years, you're pretty much dead at that point. <laughs> it's a dead science. So NLP claimed to be this, uh, whatever, very lively thing that, you know, new psychology of some sort. And I was like, how, how come is it like 20, 25 years old and they claim it to be new? So they need a, needed a kick, basically. That's what I was thinking that we should be able to do. Uh, so, Arman, you have anything to say on that one? <laughs> on the beginning? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. All right. Okay. I think uh, there was one. There was one of the piece. There was this piece where I think uh, perhaps there was a little arrogance on my side. Uh, not perhaps. I know there was arrogance on my side, uh, mm. where <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Oh, these guys. Most of these." Uh, people that I run into, these trainers that I run into, don't know what the heck they're doing. And uh, it's uh, some uh, should jolt them and wake them up. And uh, I, I, I just feel sorry for myself that I thought uh, that, that it was my job then <laughs> to do that. <laughs> uh, but uh, nevertheless, that was also uh, uh, an impetus in getting us started, right? Mm -hmm. Wanted to be the... Uh, mischief mongers and just shake things up uh-huh yeah so i guess uh, basically with that uh with that idea in mind we went together and uh decided to uh try try it out you know do the recording and see what happens so uh if i remember right we met in my i was staying in a hotel that time and we yeah. met in the uh hotel conference room you just bought your mics and yeah everything else right so yeah of course so of course in, in order so to long time ago yeah that that recording never got out so it was <laughs> we, we just tried it was it more than that with the first few recordings never got out yes. well for various reasons yeah uh, we had we, we made the at least at least three or four attempts at our first podcast uh -huh. uh, before we recorded one we were happy with yeah right I remember in the very beginning since since I was in this uh, in the beginning I was in this uh, project primarily for marketing my uh, uh, my NLP training center remember I was very uh, what do you call uh, promotional mm -hmm. so to say in my in, 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 in my you know in my voice and in, in what I was saying on the on the podcast yeah. and that didn't go too well <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, right and uh, uh, I guess uh, I sort of picked up the job of uh, uh, bringing all the equipment and figuring out which wire went where and how to edit the stuff and how to publish it and getting the website up and that that kind of stuff right so organizing i mean organizing the guys together to be in the same room at the same time was a task i have to say uh and uh at the beginning right i guess so i picked up uh, i picked <clears throat> up the task of uh setting the vision for where we want to go how to synthesize things and uh uh, also, unknown to me at that time, I guess I had a knack for convincing people to speak to us, um, mm -hmm. especially the ones who never opened up and shared their stuff in public. And I wasn't even aware, quite frankly, I wasn't even aware that I had that uh, 
That's a gift. the word I'm yeah, asking. A gift, a gift a or a skill mm-hmm. to convince these people uh, to come online and work with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I was... I was kind of flowing with it, but I guess it turned out that I was creating the flow. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, creating the flow of just, you can say, I don't know, the the uh, the flow of friendship or the, the atmosphere of uh, uh, camaraderie and, and, and lightness. Uh, uh, because... Uh, these two guys in front of me they tend to get way too serious way too frequent <laughs> yeah I think uh, yeah I think you were bringing the lightness and I had the uh, I guess I was bringing a serious intensity right <laughs> I guess that is what yeah. I was I was bringing to the table yeah and I was a little too technical most of the time so yeah he was disciplined and technical you can't do this you can't do that <laughs> yeah right and we had also a lot of uh, in the beginning uh, since well, we, we basically the three of us met. At this was our first collaboration. Uh, we had a lot of very differing opinions, mm-hmm. uh, and there was a lot of uh, you know back and forth and and criticism of ideas and not of each other. Uh, although that's some of that too. <laughs> so we're in the back plane, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But in the beginning of, of any journey, right, there is uh, some time, some period of uh, getting synced up. But also the ideas were heavily uh, critiqued from, uh, especially between uh, me and Mahipal. Uh, 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 we were at each other's throats very, very often. Mm-hmm. That's putting it lightly. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I think part of it was I think um, we wanted to do it all by ourselves, right? Rather than say, okay, this is what I do best, and let me let me handle this piece, and let me learn to trust you with the other pieces. So in some ways, uh, we were both control freaks. <laughs> yeah, and poor Sergey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had my share too, because you know, I, I knew exactly how to do the the websites right, how we need to speak right, you right. know, so that it sounded correctly. But hey, it was a technical <laughs> mess. I remember in the beginning, yeah. you had to go so many attempts at cleaning the podcast, and it was really, really, really hard work on your part. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think I think uh, so. That was the the beginning, the formation, and then mm-hmm. I think we decided uh, to kind of see okay how we could win i think we had set small goals for ourselves we said okay let's see if we can get 20 podcasts on nlp and that would be like a major huge, contribution, a right? major <laughs> contribution. Yeah, well i think even that was like a later goal the first goal was uh let's just get one out yes uh-huh. i mean this was the, that was the hardest step that first step right and as i said we, we did like five like four or five iteration of the first podcast and then also, you know, some didn't work because we didn't say the right things. So then I remember a few didn't work because we forgot to turn the record button on. <laughs> Ridiculous, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, right. 
Uh, and it was not. It was not a. It was not a small task. Karan was in. Uh, Arman was in San Francisco. I was in Foster City. Sergey was in Mountain View. Mm-hmm. And we were meeting in Sunnyvale to do the recordings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, But totally, our our in the beginning we were set on this small, small, just small chunks, small goals. You know, get one out, and once we get the, got that one out, I think we had this uh, goal of five out. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and then we went and, to twenty. Uh, each one was 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 an achievement for us, right? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it's always like trying to survive through it in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it was. It was also. That, s- it, sorry, go right? ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember some interesting things were happening that uh, together with this podcast going out. Uh, right, which was each a celebration, but also we started to get back some feedback yeah. from the listeners, and you know, like some of these letters, grateful letters, uh, and that was just awesome, right? That was a big, big, big win, big celebration. Mm-hmm. And I also remember us going out to uh, do some presentations, a couple of at the NLP Cafe, Mountain View, right, right mm-hmm. around the time. Oh the yeah, first, I forgot about podcasts. that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and we suddenly realized that uh, we had uh, made this leap from being active uh, students, always in the front seat, trying to learn, learn about how the brain worked and how how to model excellence and elite performance, to actually setting an example to say, "Hey, here's how you go next." And suddenly we went from being the students to having students around us. That was a weird. Mm-hmm. That was a weird, weird shift. Yeah, and some of those students became much more financially, you know, successful than us. Yes, <laughs> with this material. Yes, they've actually taken. The funniest part is some uh, of them actually play our recordings on the seminars, so it still gives me a kick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, and I remember in the beginning we we um, uh, we set out the map, but we wanted to first do number of like i forget what like 20 30 eventually yeah. 50 podcasts on nlp itself right just covering the territory of nlp mm-hmm. but as we got into it we started like like my my were saying we started getting this idea that perhaps we don't need to just uh parrot out what uh what what is already out there but um we can in fact uh, explore new territories Yeah, I think I yeah. think our first collaboration was how we would bring things like the hero's journey, spiral dynamics, which is the levels of development, and uh, the eight circuit mind, which is yeah. how we develop along different lines in ourselves mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. together in a in a systematic way, and and that was a major regeneration, uh, a major uh, area of reinvention for us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that shift from from pure NLP to uh, other areas was the first, I would say, like a rebirth of of RCG. Yeah, exactly. I I remember that uh, after those two three models, I guess, came online, uh, NLP started to seem so small. It's like we, originally we were thinking like, okay, let's uh, kick NLP up or do something with it or show people, and then after this, it became kind of irrelevant. It's like okay, we have so much more now that you know, it's just like a little piece that we can use, obviously. But you know, it became just... it became 
from an entire field and became a set of tools mm -hmm. that you could use. And we started asking the more important questions, uh, which is who am I and <laughs> who am I becoming rather than just how should I do this and how should I do that, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, because at, at, at this point, I guess we discovered that uh, we are, we are uh, in this... Uh, uh, we are in, in this not for whatever various original goals Not to we show, have, show right? people how smart we are or to promote ourselves or to, yeah. you know, uh -huh. but more, bring more, invention into NLP. Right, right. But, more, but more to uh, learn our, like, uh, more to learn about new things. Like, more, to me at least, it was a lab. I, I think I eventually figured out that it was, uh, it was a lab for me to play with all these ideas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, right? I completely agree. And, yeah. and you know, I, I, I think this is about the time that I was also talking to you about Bucky Fuller yeah. after first bringing in uh, Spiral Dynamics and Hero's Journey. And I started talking to you about generalized principles and yeah. Bucky Fuller. Uh -huh. And I, I used to really like the idea where he used to talk about being guinea pig. Uh, guinea pig B and I yeah. was like yeah that is what we are we are bloody guinea pigs and you know what we are exploring is consciousness and uh -huh. at that point our paths I think uh, managed to connect also with uh, Marshall Thurber and um, others mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember also at some point it shifted for me from something that I do and plan for and something that is external to me, I shifted to uh, um, just kind of going for a ride uh, with 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 the uh, with RCG. It was like, well, you know, this is part of me, and mm, like it was. Of course, this is not what I do, but who I am. If you know the difference, yeah, right. Yeah. And that that uh -huh. that was a big, big, big shift. I uh, and this is also when. I think some of the um, deeper alignment was happening between us when, you know, from three separate individuals. To one team. Uh, right, we went to one team, which uh, happened after some of our core values were discovered, shaped, aligned. Mm -hmm. Right. I still remember yeah. something you said. It's always stuck with me. You said that many years ago, Arman. Uh, mm. where you said, you know, uh, coming coming to these meetings, to these trialogues was as exciting as being on a hot date because there was so much, so much that we looked forward to, to these meetings and mm -hmm. uh, to that joy and that journey. And it didn't feel like work. It felt like, oh my God, this is going to be absolutely fun. And guess what? Others are also going to have fun listening to this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we actually we didn't even plan that, right? That that uh, you know, who cares about others? We just recording and pushing it out, you know, yeah. take it or leave it. And it turns out that uh, whoever stuck with us listening, you know, they actually enjoy it. Yeah, just because of the energy. And I think I think I think that was a, that was a core thing, right? We said if the ideas are good, they will survive, and if they are not good, they don't need to survive. And mm -hmm. I think that was a very uh, critical piece very early on in our story. And we even decided not to market or promote any of the material or ourselves, right? Yeah. I mean, now that I think about it, how many people can go out there and say, you know, 200 and odd productions and we haven't promoted ourselves or not become gurus or whatnot, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So, mm. so pretty significant uh, contribution, if you ask me. Yeah. And uh, the work... 
mm, a number of reasons why 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 this was successful. I think one of them, one of the key ones, was that we were disciplined enough um, in meeting regularly, in 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 uh, freeing up the time in our very busy lives uh, and coordinating. And actually, uh, for the last few years, it's been especially uh, challenging because we haven't been living in the same God, from the same continent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yet still, we we managed to uh, make it happen. So this discipline is essential, uh, uh, and for me, it's especially um, striking because discipline is not one of my uh, core skills. Uh, so I had to learn it and and uh, rely on my uh, um, friends and co- and colleagues to to uh discipline you know, set the boundaries <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think i think that's where uh, i think it's interesting because i also see see it as a glue that bound us together mm-hmm. where instead of it being seen as discipline though there is discipline in what we do it was not discipline anymore but much more the the bond uh, the glue of friendship bringing us together to say okay you know here is a place where i can really see who i am and question things and mm-hmm. grow and have my friends call me out on my bs and support me support me where i'm right so it became that that sacred playground where yeah. it's no longer discipline but yeah let me go see how i can mess things up again <laughs> yeah well it's yeah i guess to me that's motivation right? right so why would i i mean discipline takes energy obviously and why would i be spending that energy right and that's exactly what you're talking about right that's the that that glue is at least for me it's a motivation to go out of my way and do this i i think the other critical piece was i think i don't think we were attached to the results right uh, we were not shooting for oh, let's get 100 podcasts out or you no, know no we were waiting for the road not for the results yes yeah. and the results yeah, it was just a lab that that's is key yeah and and the results just happened and it's so funny because i think it wasn't until we started doing this i truly understood uh, there's this one sentence in gita uh, 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 that uh, in sanskrit it goes yoga stakaru karmani and uh, basically you know established in your being in who you are just being completely who you are perform your action and then don't worry about don't worry about the results and i think you know this is the first place maybe you know, first or maybe the second place i experienced that besides the martial arts that hey the results didn't matter you were doing it because there was a sense of that purity and you're just doing it regardless of uh, what results you get out of it does that make sense yeah yeah the chase is better yeah, than the catch yeah yeah right. absolutely uh-huh. yeah in fact uh, i mean it's it's so much so that like i can't listen to all the podcasts like once we're oh, done with terrible. oh yeah <laughs> once we're done with the series it's done it's over it's like it's past it's boring <laughs> so no but but i also think on. that it's not it's not just randomly reading two books and then talking about it right mm-hmm. uh, before we do a series like even this podcast right since uh, how many months have we put into thinking about tribing and going through it you know mm-hmm. hammering the blackboard and figuring out what's important what's not right Mm-hmm. We've had a few false tries on this one too. Remember? Oh yeah. We started trying. We said, "Hey, this doesn't work." Back to the drawing board. This doesn't work. Back to the drawing board. So mm-hmm. it, it does call for a certain amount of uh, intensity and and egolessness, where we don't get so married to our idea that hey, right. this is the right way of doing it. 
Mm-hmm. And it doesn't well, matter. I think egolessness also came into in the personal context again, because in the, especially in the beginning, we had a, a lot uh, of ego, all <laughs> oh, sorts yeah. of personal conflicts <laughs> that would be expected from three people, three strangers getting together. Right? Uh-huh. Who is the leader? What is what are the relative status of each other? You know, who gets to talk when? Who's responsible for what? Yeah, they get you know the usual, right? Yeah. And it takes <laughs> quite a bit of egolessness to. Um, Put the put the the team, the group, the tribe uh, yeah. ahead of yourself. Yeah, I I think so. And then it's also a matter of being open to change, right? Because um, the three of us were relatively accomplished in things we had done, and we were leaders in our own areas. And then we had to learn to be open to change. That we can't be leaders in everything that we do, and how we learn to give the reins. Uh, mm-hmm. over to the others and trust them <laughs> in yeah. going for the ride. <laughs> trust, I think, is one of the big key yeah. moments uh, that we had to learn to trust all, each other on that one. Uh-huh. And I think I think that trust happens when we start seeing that our values are pretty actually closely aligned, right? I, I forget when we did the values work, right? It's been so long. But we started to see that we are more alike than we are different. We may have a slightly different hierarchy in our top two or three values, mm-hmm. but they were still the same, right? I think this was when we were going through the whole uh, adaptive intelligence uh, slash spiral dynamics models. Uh, oof, Probably, yeah. Four, five uh-huh. years, six years, something like that ago. Well, we've redone it recently just for this series also, right? right? Just to right. make sure that, you know, what's yeah. going on. And they still came up pretty much the same. Pretty, pretty, uh-huh. pretty closely aligned. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, so, what else has happened? So, I guess uh, um, I'm, try- I'm trying to see where, uh, okay, where we are in our, in our story. We kind of weird off into more philosophy than, or you know, <laughs> like uh, I think talking about. I, I think it. we've been through four or five regenerations, and we are right. we are at a stage where we are saying, okay, what next? And we decided to see, okay, this this striving process has worked awfully well for us where else can we create such tribes i think that was the that was the uh, genesis of us creating this this particular series right we right. said we we work really well together uh well what 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 allows us to work together well so that we can take this into me into my martial arts yeah and me like into uh making movies and creating groups i mean to dancing Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's where we were. So we wanted to get into the the gist of uh, uh, how how this process of creating and sustaining tribes, uh, not just sustaining tribes, but also having the tribes sustain us, work. And I think that's where we are in our stage of this development. What's it? Uh, uh, regeneration five or six, something like that. I- you know, even even I lost count at this well, point. Well, let's just think but about it, right? Yeah. So uh, first it was pure NLP. <laughs> then we started adding the hero's journey and spiral dynamics piece. Yeah, so that's right? the expansion. Yeah, right? and then, uh-huh. then it was the whole uh, eight-circuit mind theater and dancing piece. The I body th- started coming in a yeah. lot more. I, th- I think at that point, yes, we, we switched more to the body work than to the, from the mind, right? Right. That was the transition. And then, uh, mm-hmm. then the dream work and dealing with the psyche and the spirituality pieces coming in a lot more. 
taking the center stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think another stage, at least for me, the transition was very apparent when we stopped talking about others' models and, and our model d- and decided to yeah talk about our own experience. Right. Right. And then I think uh, I think in. Uh, Along with that, we also made the shift from tools to principles, the movement yes. towards generalized principles. Mm-hmm. And I think... Uh, now we're modeling the, ourselves. And, and now <laughs> we're modeling the process of uh, what we have done well so far to see where else we can take this. Mm-hmm. So it's five or six stages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's even hard to count, right? I mean, it's like there are, yeah. the boundaries are kind of yeah. uh, soft. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I think that's a key so, yeah. attribute that, that the, mm-hmm. the, the willingness being open to change, uh, having an intensity, going after it, entering an unknown territory, not knowing where, where it might lead us. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I, it seems to me we have pretty much covered the, uh, in, in a very you know, broad strokes, the backstory of RCG. So I don't know, guys, if you have anything else to add before we uh, uh, wrap this one up. I think we've also laid out in some ways the process, um, the the attributes and the roles and how it shifted. And it just serves as a backdrop. And uh, as we go further, we will uh, parse it out and lay the pieces out for you. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, that's an interesting home exercise for the viewer, for the listeners, right? Just, uh, just to see if you can glean some structure already from yeah. the story that we told you, and uh, we'll be back next time, uh, actually taking it apart and applying the process of modeling to it. Or rather, we've already applied the process of modeling, rather laying out what the pieces of the model are and yeah. the syntax it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, with that, um, so you have anything else to add, uh, Arman? Just checking with you. Nope. All right. Well, that, in that case, uh, may you be happy and have a wonderful day. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night. The copyright of this recording is owned by the Radical Change Group and the individual contributors. Permission to copy and distribute freely is granted, provided that the entire recording on this notice remain intact. Please visit us at www.radicalchangegroup.com. Your comments and feedback will be greatly appreciated.